Ajay, welcome to season two, episode number four. Hey, Manish, how's it going? I'm good, good. Couldn't be better. What about you? Good, man. Good, good. Just, uh, just finally getting into the weekend mood. Almost there. So, so yeah. Yeah. And you're going to India also in a week's time. I'm, I'm jealous of you. Yeah. Um, I'm. It's. It'll be my second time in India this year. So, everybody around me seems to be getting married. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also going for a wedding. In fact, 20th of uh, April, I'm going to be there, and my wedding anniversary is on 24th of April. So, so I'm going to uh, club that also, and then come back on 25th. That's great. Merging the two. Yeah, merging the two, and uh, it's my cousin's wedding. So, really looking forward to that. Nice. But, uh, nice. Nothing nice. like a good holiday. Couldn't so, agree. so super. So, Jay, what do we have in mind for our listeners today? So to close out this this our series on mutual funds and investing in active and passive funds it's, and and investing actively and passively, we thought we've spoken more generally. We thought we could take we could close it out by taking an asset class specific well asset class perspective. So within the space of equities, you can go long short. Within the space of um, gold or commodities, you could go long short, and within bonds, you could go long short. Um, and and so we we just wanted to put it out there as to as to how firstly how these guys do it because um, you know we the mechanics are, are relatively similar and then secondly where should you be investing long short given certain outlooks on certain asset classes right like like i i would i would say that you know your your perspective towards different kind of funds uh, got to come down to your portfolio allocation uh, and your stage in life if you're 20s and you have 40 years of accumulation uh, ahead of you you could be 100% equity and then you don't even need uh, bond funds and gold funds and long short funds you know uh, you could just be you could just be 100% long but if you're let's say in in a phase of life where you're looking at uh, uh, picking up a property uh, or maybe you know you're gonna get married and you need to spark some money but that is when uh, you know increasing your allocation to bond fund comes in because you're not going to expose it to the vagaries of the equity markets and bond funds will keep give you depending on which country's bond fund you put in india's is different west is different but uh, or middle east is different uh, by the way middle east bond funds are also doing really well uh, yeah recently. it's been a it's been a boom recent not recently yeah m- more recently but yeah um the emergence of middle eastern bond funds have just yeah and, and every week there's a new issue that's coming up which is which is great but but bond funds in a way uh give you a decent return for less volatility in your in your invested uh, portfolio uh, and when you've accumulated enough it could be liquidated at a very short notice and used for the purpose that we have in mind so so many funds have their own role to play all right mm-hmm. uh, like gold fund if if any of you were exposed or any of you are looking at uh, having an exposure to a fund that acts as an insurance in a in a market where this war could just drag you know on like i was seeing a picture there uh, russia has sent is sending way more uh, military equipments and tankers and and stuff all right which has which is going to take a week to reach ukraine from the place that they've left on a train a massive train huh? hmm. uh, which means which means russia's 
Russia is going to, you know, has intention to drag this off for a very long time. So many a time when you're looking for insurance in your portfolio, having a gold kind of a fund has always been beneficial in times of stress, uh, which is which is what could protect your portfolio, or give you a certain hedge. That is when your allocation to gold to gold. So Jay, I bought I bought gold uh, ETF two weeks back. Yeah. Purely because I don't know for how long the war is going to go on. So I just thought a certain part of my portfolio could just be as a hedge in case in, in case gold goes up and uh, it will. And if it doesn't, uh, then my entire other portfolio will go up and gold I could liquidate later. So, so every fund has a role to play. And, and that's why your portfolio allocation decisions are, are key to building a solid portfolio agreed agreed i mean it, it just to that point right I mean, a commodity like gold has has stood the test of time you know so i was actually reading an article very uh, like recently where uh, not an article but a linkedin post where you had okay the the new gold um which is which is bitcoin uh and and the old gold which is the commodity itself and during this war uh, the old gold, you know, the traditional gold, has has outperformed, and and it kind of just goes to show that that when you look for a safe haven, you want one that's you know stood the test of time fully. Um, and and well, anyway, we're not here to get into the asset class specifically. We're here to you know talk about what what are you really what what you should be thinking of when you invest in these asset classes either long or short right absolutely like many times what happens is uh, let's say you want to take a let's say let's look at a real estate fund all right if if you have real if you have availability of real estate funds in the country you're from uh, like I, I i i don't buy real estate i'm i'm not for real estate I mean, that's a different podcast session on its own uh, but uh, but if i was bullish on real estate and i if i was aware of the illiquid uh, asset class that real estate is if I was to buy a property on my own and try to sell it it's become it becomes a pain to sell it Some like I have a property Jay, it's been 10 years it's not delivered yet in India you know so I've had bad experiences and and that's why I'm not for property but if I was to go for a property if ever I was bullish on a particular market instead of buying a physical property I could buy a real estate fund in that market which could give me a decent uh, income that that uh, real estate investment trusts are mandated to pay out to their investors and if the property market actually turns out to be bullish i also make money on the capital appreciation on that fund because the nav of the fund will reflect the capital appreciation of the properties inside of that fund i couldn't agree so more why buy a property when i can take exposure to real estate funds so this was one more way to look at a real estate fund so uh, you know you, you, uh, no i was just about to say that when we when we had first covered asset classes very briefly in 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 the first season, real estate funds were the was was the biggest takeaway for my girlfriend when she was listening to it. She was ah, the most interested in real estate funds because you know people tend to think that the that the only way you can invest in real estate is by buying the actual property. Um, but guys, real estate investment trusts, which is REITs. Um, exist in in a lot of places. So if you if you have a bullish outlook, or uh, you know, I cover REITs for a for a living, and uh, and some of the REITs that I cover are super interesting. Um, if if you want exposure to these to that, so so it and and a REIT is in the end a 
portfolio of properties. So you can actually see what these properties are. If you think that these properties are uh, are worth having in your portfolio, you, you're essentially buying a chunk of that, right? You don't have to buy the entire property and, and lock your money in, and as Manish said, be in it for 10 years. Yeah, and, and, and look at it, uh, you know, during COVID, there's an Emirate REIT in Dubai, Jay. Yeah. Okay? In 2017, I'm sure you're aware of this. This was trading at one one USD. Yeah. Okay. Due to COVID, after COVID tank, from one USD, it went down to 10 cents. Yeah. Because property markets crashed. All right. Uh, you, you, you had a meltdown of sorts going on, which is 90% drop. Yes. Okay. And from point... One dollars. It has gone to 0.25 dollars, which is technically 150 percent return for anyone that invested at the at the bottom, uh, which is decent return, Jay. You know, 150 exactly. percent from from almost over time till now in real estate. Uh, uh, but but that's just one example of of a REIT which is available in Dubai. There there are REITs <laughs> available all over the world, but. Uh, but mutual fund, the beauty of mutual fund, all right, I, I love the fact that it gives you access to any kind of exposure you want, but the access is uh, is efficient. You can efficiently take an access to it with a click of a button. You can exit efficiently. The cost is low. I, I just hope you don't, you, you, don't have, you don't have to go through a broker where you pay 2%, 3% to buy into this. There are many apps today like Interactive Brokers and all where you pay ridiculously low amount, $1, $2 to make these uh, transactions. Make these transactions. And and for any kind of uh, exposure you want, uh, you have availability of it. You just need to have a... Before you use mutual funds all right to purchase you got to have a grip around the concept of portfolio allocation you know i i highly recommend now that i'm thinking more and more we're talking mutual funds i really think for the listeners maybe jay the next theme that we should cover okay maybe three to four podcast series should be only on portfolio allocation where we dissect every segment of it i i i would love that i mean i think i think that's a great topic only very recently you know a, a colleague who used to be my um my ex-boss uh, was asking me about uh, his personal portfolio allocation and, and where he should be investing. Um, and I and it would genuinely be very useful if we could all, you know, kind of walk through and, and briefly go through those, those, those various asset classes that you can be in, various ETFs that you can be in, how those have done historically over the last five, 10 years and, and see where, What's outperformed, what hasn't. But yeah, coming back to mutual funds and ETFs, I think the ease of money, the ability for you to liquidate positions, enter positions is you're in a time where this ease of movement of capital has not been ever seen before, right? Absolutely. And guys, the beauty is if you do land up taking exposure to mutual fund, okay, uh, my suggestion to you would be take exposure to funds where you can hear the communication from uh, the fund manager because you really start understanding how he's thinking about the portfolio, how he's allocating the capital that you've given him to allocate. And while he shares with you these views, you also land up becoming more knowledgeable, cognizant about about where your money is being invested, which makes you a better investor in time to come. Okay. Because... It's like it's like outsourcing your research. I'm not saying that's 
you you got to depend on it 100% for your knowledge but i'm just saying if someone is managing your money like parag parik finance parag parik mutual fund in india all right which has huge integrity in the indian mutual fund uh, you know scene in the mutual fund space if you hear their fund managers all right ronak and uh, i'm forgetting the other guy's name they are so uh, so good to listen to in, in terms of their humility in terms of the knowledge that they have it is impossible for you not to walk away as a better person when you when you have access to these fund terry smith okay ajay have you heard of, heard terry smith speech ever no no so terry smith is the number one fund manager of uk he's considered as a warren buffet of uk all right uh, and his fund is called fund smith uh, equity fund you listen to him talk uh, it's impossible you you won't walk away as much more informed and a better uh, investor uh, so so look for funds that give you access to their fund managers don't put in a fund which sounds cool but you have no idea who's managing it you've never heard from him is another just just sharing my perspective on on investing having access to the teams Yeah, having access to the teams that run your money, that run money for you. Yeah, exactly. Any any other asset class that that comes to your mind where where investors could? No, I mean, I, so so I think that if we could just go through the asset classes itself briefly, right? And 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 what sure. and, and what kind of my and what my thought process would be, like in 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 general, being my age or being our age, uh, where you know. relatively young I like I like when you say i age you know like we, we got a 15 year gap but if, but i also feel young so it's good <laughs> we we were both young and we, yeah. we would tend to you know have a tilt towards equities and specifically long equities uh, but as we kind of get older you know and and we have this this we we go through different phases of life right so when we become older you maybe want a little bit of st- little more stability in your portfolio you get into bonds you get into uh you, you put in a little bit of gold in there and and generally in in a in a scenario like this right where we're now we're going through a turbulent period uh it would help to take on a little more commodity exposure take on a little more gold you're seeing oil reach all time highs um and there's a reason for all of that so understanding when to be in certain asset classes is very important right so you you're now seeing the time where people are rotating out of equities a little bit and going into commodities you're seeing a commodity boom uh you're you're also seeing some exposure in you're you're seeing a flight to safety so people are exiting emerging market bond positions um given currency volatility so they 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 if if anybody's following the russian ruble it's it's sinking to to lower and lower lows um and and people are getting worried about other emerging markets um and and so they're exiting those positions flat and and you're you're getting into what is called a flight to safety um kind of currencies which is the euro the dollars and you're seeing demand for those positions go up so it's very important to understand all of these asset classes that are available to you um and 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 make the most coherent decision that you possibly can in the economic situation that that exists whenever yeah and also when you when you are making allocation to funds understand that if there's a gold fund you also got to be cognizant of the fact that is it a gold fund which gives you the returns 
which is in sync with the movement of gold or it does it have stocks of companies that are mining gold because both will perform differently if you see recently the gold funds have gone up or like the mining funds may not be having the same performance that gold backed funds or gold commodity funds all right which is basically tracking the movement of gold price all right the performance is different yeah so so there are there are very diff- different reasons that move both of this but when you're buying into a fund uh you 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 got to understand the 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 exposure that the fund is going to have uh because of, because the performance will differ even if it's gold and even if it's called gold but is it is it what is it related to gold like i bought gold two weeks back it's a gold etf tracking tracking 100% of the gold movement i didn't buy gold mining companies but there are many people and there are many podcasts i listen where people are more comfortable buying gold mining companies and not gold etf yeah i mean gold miners generally are seen as as a leveraged play on 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 gold itself um but but it's it's very important to kind of understand why the why investing in the two may not be the same strategy right absolutely so same way when you do land up taking taking exposure to equity funds uh, it'll be it'll be interesting for you to understand if your fund is a thematic fund which is exposed to one equity which is one uh, uh, sector which is like a technology fund or is it exposed to a whole broad array of of uh, sectors because mm-hmm. if you look at what's happening in us right now if you were exposed to a technology fund you'll be 40 50% down but yep. if you're exposed to a to a to a fund which is exposed across industries and banks all right or oil companies also you got chevron and all your fund would have done decent all right compared to many other funds uh, which are which are tech so so sometimes it, I, i see investors say oh i'm invested like i have a friend jay he's invested and he's you know like i'm full in equity and all and i started talking to him his 70% exposure is in china Oh wow. He's like Manish I'm fully invested in Tencent and Alibaba and Baidu and and he gave all tech names of China. I said you know you're 70% in China that's the, that's a misnomer for you to say that oh I'm fully invested in equity purely because you're firstly he's non Chinese he's based out of Dubai he's from a middle eastern country he's never been to China but he's loaded upon China all right saying that oh I want to invest in equity and it is cheap but his portfolios crude his portfolio has got hammered so bad jay uh and even recently when alibaba went to 100 and 405 if i rightly remember he came to me and said oh money should i should i load up more on here i said bro you can't load up on china anymore yeah so so guys <laughs> i mean this is uh, again it's it's very it's very behavioral right you're just saying that it's it's uh, it's a good time because it just keeps it's it's going lower but it could just be low for a reason right so kind of yeah. that's that's it's very important to eliminate those behavioral biases when you're investing in asset classes and when you're picking these funds yeah but i i I'm, yeah i guess we'll we'll cover portfolio allocation for you all to at least understand what component of it should be could be equity could be bond could be gold uh, real estate uh even in bonds guys you know there was an episode in between jay where uh, where people had invested in high yield bond funds in india Okay, and and there were you remember this Templeton High Yield Bond Fund? No, no. Okay, and the fund couldn't liquidate the bonds because of certain high yield issues that they had with the company that they had invested in, and investors lost a lot of money. 
uh and then templeton had to pay the investors because it was such a bad reputation uh reputation damage for templeton which is one of the best which is one of the biggest fund managers worldwide and because they had promised high yields at the same time with you know uh saying that it's a safe fund and all and investors realized that they are uh, that just for their 1 or 2% additional risk they landed up exposing their money in really high risk product high yield bonds and they couldn't get access to their own money so even when you buy bond funds or like right, even in bond fund is it a short term fund which means your capital is pretty protected or is it a long term bond fund or a high yield bond fund where for additional 1 2% on your bond fund the the fund manager could be taking a huge risk on your money invested with them exactly exactly no i mean i it's it's very important to kind of understand that make those make those decisions especially when it comes to you know actually very recently there was there was um one of my friends dad was telling me about ukrainian bonds uh and ah. and uh, and yeah it's it's just very important to kind of understand what asset class you're investing in before you before you go into uh, in into buying it right that's why i love warren buffett's quote jay he says don't buy if you don't understand it yeah couldn't agree he, he he has this punch card philosophy that just imagine if you had a punch card where you can only make 20 investments in your entire life you can't do more then every time you punch for making that investment you will bloody make sure that you know everything about it because you can only do it 20 times in the whole life yes there's a fund out in america jay it's called punch card capital which is inspired by the quote by warren buffett wow okay and yeah yeah so 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 Jay for me I don't invest in bond funds at all guys I put my money in in deposits okay where I get 3 4% or whatever and which is ridiculously low but I don't want to invest in bond funds I want the cash to be there which gives me the optionality that that's always there whereas whereas 90% of my money is invested in equities 10% in cash so and i got a long runway ahead of me so that's why i'm investing 100% in it but i'm not buying bond funds so you see again comes down to portfolio allocation and that is how you can decide which fund you want to move into we're still young so we we still have time on our hands we still have mistakes to make and yeah absolutely so i guess yeah that's that's pretty much uh, covering on 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 a, with a helicopter view uh, the asset classes that you can take exposure through mutual funds Yeah, we we wanted to keep this one short just to conclude the series. So absolutely, hope you guys. But 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 the treat, but the treat for concluding the series is I'm gonna attach uh, Bird's stand-up comedy on names that funds have. Okay, so please go go through the podcast show notes and you'll see you'll see one of the links over there. Jay, I'll send it to you now so you can also go through it. It's hilarious. You will laugh. You will be rolling on the floor. Trust me. Will do. Okay, da da. So guys that's it from us wishing you a fantastic day ahead evening ahead jay you have a super super trip ahead yeah thank you thank you thank you take care take care guys bye